Welcome to 518 Talks Podcast. I am your host, William Revis, with my man, Deshaun. Today is, uh, we're going to do a, a little bit of early Wolfpack Wednesday tradition. We've been out of touch, so Deshaun, we're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I haven't seen you in a while, so. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, sometimes life happens. In business, that's the best part of being your own boss is when life happens, you can kind of move. Um, you can address certain situations. But, you know, the important thing is, is we are back. We're back live with our listeners. We're back online with the listeners, with the followers. Uh, we're on the live, right? So if you have any questions or any comments, definitely tune in, check in and say something. But we are here today. What's, what's, what, we getting, what are we getting into, man? What are we getting into? Well, I just want to talk about the long layoff and yes. why we had such a long layoff and what's going on. And, you know, just giving people a little bit of insight, a little bit of transparency with, with our whole situation. Because you've been out of the office for a long time. Yeah. So without getting too personal, if you want to speak on, you know, your reasons for being a little disconnected as well. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is uh, with one of the programs that I run, we, we have been uh, digging real deep for a new uh, contract um, to be able to provide service to a wider variety of individuals in the community. Um, and, and behind the scenes with that, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of language. It's a lot of policy and procedures. It's a lot of, uh, you know, going over paperwork, making sure that everything is in line so that you can provide the best opportunity possible for the people in the community. Uh, you know, so with that, it's a lot of time in the office, it's a lot of time in meetings. It's a lot of time just checking yourself and making sure that you're prepared to provide the service as a service provider. That's one of the things you do. You got to make sure that you're in line at all times. And then, you know, of course, you just you just uh, you have some personal stuff going on. Yeah. Um, situations arise. Again, uh, I'm thankful for the team, you know, for not booting me out the office. I appreciate you. So so talk a little bit about the service, because everything that you do, mm-hmm. as many things as you do, as many hats as you wear, all those hats say some kind of service on them. Yeah. What we do here is service-based. Mm-hmm. What you do over at the Altamont program is service-based. Yes. Coco House is service-based. Yes. Your job is service-based. You know, And then yeah. being a father is a, the biggest service of them all. Mm-hmm. A father, a husband, a brother. Yeah. I, I would definitely say husband. Yeah, it's yeah. close. It's close. It's close. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet. So that's, that's, that's pretty cool. How is it? How is it that you can balance all of those things? Oh. Um, well, the thing is, is uh, nothing that I do feels like a job for me. Um, I enjoy every aspect of my life, whether it's running the homeless shelter, whether it's the Cocoa House after school program, whether it's my own nonprofit, Save Our Streets, or whether it's my own business, 518 Talks, or whether it's the podcast, or whether it's the speaker series, or whether it's doing work with the Wolfpack. And yes, I absolutely really do do all those things I just <laughs> named. Um, and But the way I do it is, is I always put purpose first. Mm. Um, I believe in purpose over person. Um, and I live my life by that. So I can never become confused or, or distracted in making it about me. Um, it's always about the community. It's always about the people. It's always about the kids. It's always about my family. It's always about providing the best service possible as an individual. Uh, and the reason being for me is in having... Uh, made a lot of negative decisions and found myself in positions where I needed help and I wanted help, um, there weren't many people there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I say to myself, you know, my job, my, my ability to give back is being there for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, you know, out of everything, I just do the best I can to make a way. And even in your own business, that has to be important. Things are going to happen. Um, but if you make, you know, set out a calendar, 
make a task list, set some goals or some things. Um, even when life throws the biggest haymakers at you, you can still remain focused on the purpose down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of things that I've wanted to do that I have put on the back burner because other things have arisen, but it doesn't mean that they won't get done. Right. And in that, it allows me the ability to celebrate the small successes and not always feel like, oh, I didn't make a million dollars yet. So, oh, you know, so, my life. So is, forget it. So forget <laughs> it. I'm just going to stop. That's how a lot of people think. Like, yeah. oh, something's not working for me. Then forget it. And it, No, it allows me at all times to keep pushing and keep doing the work. You guys have really been great. Uh, you know, the supporters, the, the, the people who tune in, the 518 Talks, everybody who is a part of every team and every venture that I'm a part of has been absolutely amazing. So shout out to you guys. I thank you very much for, you know, you know, really motivating me and sticking yeah. with And me. I think keeping the end goal in mind is paramount. Uh, and when you were talking about trying to run a business or just trying to be successful in anything, really, yeah. like for us, the last month has been the toughest month of business that we've had. Now, is it going to be the toughest month we'll ever have? Probably not, you know, but it, it takes a group, a collective to understand that we all want to go this way. Mm-hmm. So we're all going to work together to go that way. No matter what happens, the things are going to knock us off the path. Things are going to help, you know, cause us to deviate from where we want to be, but it doesn't matter to us. If we place more significance on the goal than the means, mm-hmm. then we'll be perfectly fine. Absolutely. Um, and you were talking about life getting in the way. We recently had a situation where, uh, in a moment's notice, I had to go to the other side of the state and we had to take care of some things. But that's, like you said, the benefit of being a business owner is I didn't have to clear that with anybody. The only person I let know that I was leaving was our business partner, Earl. And that's because he was sitting right here in the office. And I mm-hmm. said, hey, we got to go. I'll be back later. But it wasn't I wasn't asking him. <laughs> you know? I'm out. I got to. Yeah, take care of right and um and he was like yeah go do your thing you know and it's it's the the situation was very unfortunate is very unfortunate but the bright side is being able to do those things and understanding that that those that privilege is going to present itself later in life i i'm young i don't have any children or anything like that when i do i'm not going to be a miss anything Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I don't have somebody sitting over my shoulder telling me, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to do this, you have to stay late. You know, nothing like that. I'm not going to miss anything from a child or a loved one or a relative or anybody who does something significant because I have the mobility to do those mm-hmm. things. I was scheduling a meeting with one of our clients. Um, I'm meeting with him on Saturday at 1, which we normally don't do things on the weekends, but I'm not opposed to going out and doing right, some more yeah, on the absolutely. weekend. So he says, uh, what time... He's like, well, when's the best time? And I said, you tell me because I will I will manipulate the schedule. Now, if he gave me a time where I was meeting with somebody else, that's when we would have to do something else. But and the mobility that entrepreneurship has granted me hmm. is, is crazy. It's kind of like, and especially because I like what I'm doing, it's like being on spring break all the time. <laughs> well, no, and the truth is, is there's a freedom to it. There's a freedom that you that you that you're not even aware that you have. Um and you know, I see it happening with a lot of people right now that that entrepreneurship, that awakening, and people taking over their lives. Um, I'm a person who believes in traditional nine to fives, and I love you know I love what I do, I love what I did, um, but I also understand that it kept me locked into a certain mindset and mind mm-hmm. frame, and I was always waiting for somebody else to to approve or to appreciate me because you got your yearly evaluations, which your yearly evaluations usually come a raise. Yeah. And then your value is usually gauged on 
that evaluation. Now you got to and you got to think too, like um, how much can the raise really? How much? Right. Even if you have an outstanding evaluation, how much can you really get from this? You know, in, with this raise. So when you when you start to feel like, like you're at that ceiling and you can't get past that, um, what I found is because I was there was that it wasn't that I needed another job. No, it wasn't. A second job wasn't going to fulfill the, people, that feeling. People will go for a, a first, second, a second and third a third job, job yeah, yeah. just to be able to get to whatever their financial goal is temporarily. And the, the thing that I like about entrepreneurship is just the scalability. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get in this to get by. We don't want because a job that's or rather a business that you run, that you own, that you operate if you're running your business and you're barely making ends meet and that's consistent over time, you just have a very expensive job. Mm-hmm. Um, you aren't in a position to do the things that you want to do. So for that reason, I see I know people who are entrepreneurs who are barely getting by with what their their business is producing for that. Go get a job where you can at least get the benefits because you got mm-hmm. no problem working all day. You got no problem making a little bit of money, not a, not a lot of bit of money, a mm-hmm. little bit of money, a little bit, a little bit, right? And so, if you have no problem with that, then just go get a job. You know, um, it, it, you're going to get benefits. You're going to have consistent pay, and you're also entitled to certain things. Like if you do something that's physical, service based, and you get hurt, then what happens? You know, you're you're locking yourself in. So with what. We do. I love it because it's so scalable. And even if it wasn't what we do, think about somebody who finds their niche, finds what they're good at, creates an ebook around it that costs like 200 bucks. Five people buy the ebook, they just made a thousand dollars. So what do they need to do? They need to invest in themselves. They Mm -hmm. need to invest in their brand and they need to invest in their message. And they do those three things for a long enough period of time. As long as the work is quality, they'll be making money when they sleep and it will just scale up from there. And, and, and I like what you're talking about. And, and let's continue to, you know, to, to dig into that is why do you feel it's important to invest in yourself? Uh, it's, I, I know why, I think, yeah. but I'm interested in well, hearing. It's, and, and it's funny that you say that because I was about to put some number on Facebook the other day, but I know that people are very finicky about what's on Facebook if it's not memes and stuff like that. So I, unfortunately, I, yeah, I, I decided not to put it up, but it, when I talk, I call people, I'll cold call people for, let's say, credit repair. We do $49.99 a month credit repair, right? And you're not going to find that price anywhere, and you're not going to find the level of service that we're going to give you anywhere. I'm confident in that. Um, so I'll call people, and I'll ask them, have you ever made an investment before? Or what kind of investments have you made before? And most people say, I haven't. I haven't made any. And I, so I'm there saying, well, you can make an investment. This $49.99 isn't a monthly cost. It's a monthly investment. Mm-hmm. And it's actually an investment that might have the highest in terms of percentage and the fastest in terms of time it takes uh, ROI from anything. You mm-hmm. can go buy a $100 million building and your cash on cash return could be upwards of you know 15 to 20%. But your ROI still as a percentage isn't as good as if it, you were to invest in your credit. Because if you wanted to invest in your credit, if you were somebody who couldn't get a loan and you wanted to buy a house and then you enrolled in our program and over six months you paid less than $300 and then you were in a position to buy a house, your your ability, your capacity, your buying power is huge. Which means that if your house is you know $150,000, mm-hmm. you paid $300 to make $150,000 if you can get approved for the loan. That's 
you won't find an ROI like that anywhere no, else. Nowhere. Now, what's the ROI on yourself? I got a buddy of mine who always says, like, the ROI my parents got from me is going to be <laughs> outstanding. <laughs> um, so what what's the ROI for investing in yourself? Well, it depends what you do. Because we know, and you're, you're going to be talking to Abel about this soon. We're yeah. going to have Abel at the event. He knows about investments, and he knows that there are good investments and there are bad investments. You can put your time, money, energy, resources, or whatever into something that's going to negatively affect your your bankroll in a sense, negatively affect wherever that the supply is coming from. So the same thing can happen with yourself. If you are investing your time with the wrong individuals, if you are investing your money in things that aren't going to last longer than a day, or in some cases, an hour, and you guys know who I'm talking about, <laughs> then you need to understand. He said it. I did. You need to understand <laughs> that it's important to um, to invest your time, your energy, your your mental capacity, your mm-hmm. love, and your money into things that are going to give you something back. Yeah. So, how have you invested in yourself, and why do you think, or how should people change the way that they are investing in themselves? Change their investment strategy, if you will. Now you're a financial advisor. Yeah. Well, <laughs> interesting enough, right? <laughs> Very interesting enough on, on, on how the, the evolution of education happens. Um, I didn't think that I would be doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it was one of those things where you sit down with somebody and you ask yourself that question. How much do I want to invest in myself? Mm-hmm. Um, and I've invested so much in the last 10 years as far as professionalism and trainings and, and all these other things. Um, but I also found myself at this peak. So I started to say to myself, what I know about me when that frustration comes is, is there's something I'm missing. Mm-hmm. And, and for you to invest in yourself, something you have to be able to do is you got to know yourself first. Mm-hmm. You know, so when I start to feel that feeling of frustration that all of us has felt, um, working a dead end job, uh, you know, what do I do? I don't know what to do. What a lot of people do because I did it is instead of challenging themselves to what's next, we fall back mm-hmm. and we wait for something to come. Right. You know, so I met with Earl four or five times and I'm listening to him and I'm like, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Right. 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 Okay. Okay. Great. 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 But it wasn't really until the people element for me made sense. Mm -hmm. Taking something and giving back to those in poverty, the opportunity to create and recreate generational wealth immediately made sense to me. Yeah. Because I deal with people. Right. People is my investment. So for others, it's finance. For some, it's it's education. For me, people, time, right. um, my one-on-one interaction with the kids and the individuals in the community, that's my investment. Um, so taking something that was as powerful as as, as wealth education and, and financial investment and just changing the language, mm-hmm. changing people's behaviors, changing people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions about themselves and their information, it begin to really make sense. Yeah. So to take that back, that is my investment because right. my investment is people. Right. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, my investment is always going. That's why I don't mind always giving 150% because I understand it's my niche. Mm-hmm. This is this is what I do. It's people. And for me, it's always been people. And interesting enough, no matter how much I tried to make it something else, mm-hmm. it always came back to the essence of, no, William, this is who you are and this is what you do. Right. And I think that and that kind of thinking is the only reason that you you are part of what we have here at the Wolfpack Wealth Group, just because if we were somebody who was selling something that wouldn't help people. If we were leeches to society and just taking money from people who don't have any money, 
then you would not, not be a part of it. No. But what we're doing is we aren't even asking for a high price. And we've only talked about credit repair. We have a ton of different services that mm-hmm. we offer. But really, what we're looking at is just helping people position themselves more favorably. Yeah. You know, and it, because the thing is, if you're not positioning yourself for success, then you're, you're sunk. You know what I mean? You can't do anything. Um, and interestingly enough, I've heard that the larger the company you work at, the less of a chance you have to be successful. And it's because of the amount of competition, the amount of dollars, the amount of opinions, the amount of people. Uh, there's too many factors working against you. You mm-hmm. know, like I, you work at a Fortune 500 company, you want to become a partner at one point, but you're competing with thousands of people. You know, so the larger the company you work at, the less of a chance you have to be successful. The smaller the company that you work at, the greater chance you have of being successful because if you are a one-man band, three-man show, five-person team, and you're there at the beginning, and year one, the company makes nothing, and then, you know, year three, it's an eight-figure company, well, then you're probably in a good spot. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So uh, positioning is key, and I think that because we're able to position people for success and we, we're results-oriented, we're results-driven, I that for me is the only reason why you would want to even work with us. Because if we were just doing anything, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Uh, but the greatest part about what we've been doing is the people yeah. sitting down with families, sitting down with individuals, with men, people of all ages and of all backgrounds, and having those conversations with them and getting them to the point where they start to understand that. Yeah, what's your favorite part change, of the change? Meeting? Is real. It's the moment they realize this is possible. Oh. Oh, it's it's that it's that moment where they st- where they absolutely realize no, this is real. This is yeah. not a scam. It's not you're not trying to sell me. No, you're really trying to assist me in changing my life because that's the conversation for me with people is that's my part of the conversation is you know you're a father, you're a mother, you're you're a family, you have children. Imagine being able to start a business and not only pass the business down to your kids, mm-hmm. but being able to pass down the language. The behaviors, the understanding. the understanding of business. Right. I have a 15-year-old daughter. She sat in on one of our meetings and learned three ways to make a million dollars in less than a half an hour. Yeah. Now, my conversations with her when we're in the car or when we're sitting down to eat is now, what type of business do you want to be in? You already know you can make the money. Right. You know how to make the money. You just have to decide what you want to do to make it. Yeah, and that's my conversation with her is, re, again, reaffirming her position in life and not saying to her, you got to do what I got to do to make the money. Right. No. What would you like to do? And you can apply the apply the information for yourself. Yeah. So at 15 years old, for her to have that option and to have that understanding and for her to have that language and being able to like it lets me know that as a father, I'm doing the best that I can. Right. And in the same with the people that we talk to. It's a matter of that moment when they understand it is literally everything. Yeah. Because it, their whole aura changes, their whole activity. And then, you know, checking in with them, on, you know, on our weekly checkup calls. Hey, how's everything going? Man, it's great. Listen, I got this done, this done. I met, I met this goal. This is what I want to do next. That's awesome for me. And that, that moment in the meeting where people go, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, you might be doing something. You might be doing something that isn't just trying to get money from me. You're doing more than selling to me. You, When I call people, I say, this is Deshaun with the Wolfpack Wealth Group. I'm calling to give you 
access to our service. Cause I'm giving you, this. this is a privilege, what I'm giving you because it's not predatory or not being leeches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So for me, like I was talking with a guy today who I'm meeting with on Saturday, like I mentioned before. And I said, well, are you registered with the state? He goes, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I got registered with the state. I went through this company. I'm not going to say the name of the company. It's a large organization, well-known. You've probably seen commercials for it. And I said, well, what did you get done? He's like, oh, they, uh, they got me an LLC in New York State. And I was like, okay, and how much did they charge you? And he's like, oh, like 600 and some change. And I was like, okay, and it's done already? He said, well, no, it takes up to two weeks for them to do it. And I go, okay, I'm going to explain something to you. To, to file is around $200, and it takes me a minute and a half tops to do it. That's when he had that moment. Oh, <laughs> So do you want to meet on Saturday? Yeah, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I do. My time is your time. He goes, do you think I can call them and cancel? I was like, if they haven't done it yet, you probably can. You probably have that right of refusal allowed to you. So mm-hmm. you, I would I would go ahead and do that. But um, but yeah, I, I totally just when we're meeting with people and we see that, that light go off in their head, like these guys are here to help me. We're playing on the same team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In some cases, we do negotiations where we're sitting on the same side of the table with them because it's not us against you and nah. whoever's trying. We're not vying for a position to get the better deal. We got a price. You're going to pay the price, but we have things that we're going to do for you that you're going to get. You know, and it's it's a matter of if you want to do it or not. And also not pressuring people in anything. I've learned that as well as, you know, you tell people, hey, here's what we're going to do. If you'd like to do it, sure. If not, that's fine, too. You're one client. If I wanted, if I got hung up on every one client that we didn't get, then we wouldn't be in business because, you know, you need hundreds of clients to be successful. Yeah. Well, and, and the great thing about it is, is we, we, we have so much contact with our clients, mm-hmm. you know, through, through one-on-one meetings, through our monthly business mixers that we're doing now where people get to come out and just enter the, the, the change in culture mm-hmm. in which people are coming out and being a part of these businesses where they can just come shake hands meet with business owners, meet with entrepreneurs, get dressed up, things they normally wouldn't have done on their Friday night where, you know, they've been working all week, they're tired. I'm going to go home and just take it, take, you know, taking a movie or something. Now they're coming out on Friday evening. They're, they're joining in the the festivity. They're, they're being a part of the creative and that, that energy leaves with them. So even if they didn't believe it when, before they got here, when they leave afterwards, that, that energy is with them like, oh, no, there's something going I need, I like that. Well, what's what's interesting is name a business that one is helping you make more money directly. Now, I'm not talking about, you know, you get a phone through Verizon and you use your phone to make money. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about a business that is working on your business. Name one of those where you can come in and talk to the people. You know what I mean? Have a conversation with them. Our door is always open. Um, now, if you show up a bunch of times and don't pay me for anything, then my door <laughs> won't be as open. It'll be slightly ajar. <laughs> but not for nothing, you know, people have come in and said, like, hey, I just got some questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the past, we've gotten hung up on, like, getting, we've gotten nervous, like, well, should we, should we give people information? You know what I mean? But that would make us like everybody else, um, keeping people in the dark, uh, doing things you know, unethically, not being transparent with people. Um, I want people to understand what, who we are, what we do, why we do the things that we do. And if they have an issue with anything that we do to let us know so we can fix it, 
or let us know so they don't have to be a part of it. Because we've we've had somebody come in and we've done everything for them. And for, you know, one reason or the other, maybe it was money or something like that. They were like, oh, I just don't want to, I just don't want to do it anymore. And that's fine. But in terms of us not delivering, I've never heard anything like that. So that t- until that day, I'm going to continue to share a bunch of information and continue to keep an open door and continue to work tirelessly to make sure that my clients and our, well, I look at them as partners at this point, um, that our partners that we bring on are served the right way, are happy with what we do, and also understand like we're here to help them, you know, and they, they can help us in turn too. Um, it's cool because a lot of the businesses that we associate, it is like a partnership. Yeah. A lot of the ones we associate with is very much like a partnership because we identify opportunities for them. See, we don't specialize in everything and we shouldn't have to. If we tried to do that, then we would specialize in nothing. Right. So what we, we know what we know. But if we see an opportunity for one of our clients, well, then things are going to change first. Uh, and, and that's the thing that a lot of people don't do. When people create a lot of business, they do it specifically to create business and wealth for themselves. Right. That's the difference. And what we kind of do is um, really creating opportunity for other people. So if it's a service that we don't provide, you know, we're not going to say, oh, I don't, I don't know how to help you. Oh, no, we have somebody who does that. Let's oh. connect you with them so that the business continues to rotate. We support other people. We create a platform with our business uh, mixers that other entrepreneurs come in and they share their business, who they are, what they do. We support, we purchase products from local businesses and local vendors. We shop with local businesses and local yeah. vendors. Yeah. We're literally, shout out to uh, Say Less Print and Apparel. Well, I'm glad you bring them up. On, just on, the, wolf, on the Wolfpack. I also hoodie. see a message yeah. from Abel right there. Oh, um, Abel. <laughs> I'm Abel. I'm about to get with you. So, um, it's, it's interesting with uh, Saquon because and this is another thing, too. Um, as we as we continue to grow and expand, we're going to diversify the types of businesses that we do business with. So the thing is, outside of just what we offer, positioning you for funding, making sure you're making the right choices in business, helping you with branding, merchandise, um, media, all that stuff, websites, that's great. However... One thing that we don't market and one thing that we don't talk about very publicly, but it's a very real thing, is the referrals that we give. Because for me, I I can't make shirts for Golub, but somebody from Golub reached out to me recently. So the first thing I did was I got on the horn with Saquon because he's one of my clients. He's, he's, he's one of my clients. He's one of my partners. So I said, hey, say I've got this, this woman. She works at Golub. They're looking to get some shirts done. So can I give her your information? Absolutely set that up. I knew he was going to say yes. I could have said, I could have gave her the information (laughs) immediately. You know what I mean? But I'm going to keep him in the loop. He's excited. Like, oh, that that might be a big contract. I don't know how it worked out. I didn't talk to him about it. It was just a week ago or something like that. But anytime anybody ever says, I got a nightlife event going on. Okay, well, I work with um, I work with the premier nightlife company based out of the Capital Region Ketchup Enterprise. Or I need to make clothing, or I need I need somebody to you know help me print clothes. Oh, one of my partners is like the best printing and apparel company available in the place that I live in. And these are people like in Long Island and New mm-hmm. York City that are asking me about the stuff. And I'm telling them like, listen, I know where to get the shirts from because we we have that that kind of connection. I know where to get the, the work done. It's just a matter of if you want to pay the price or not. Yeah, I'm willing to pay the price. All right, let me get you on the phone with my guy. That's it. Now, how much am I going to make off of that transaction? Nothing yeah. in terms of money, but I know that I'm going to build trust. I'm going to build 
um, partnership and I'm going to help somebody who put their trust in us. You know what I mean? And that, that's the coolest thing to me. I love being able to tell our clients like, Hey, I've got somebody calling you in the next hour because they want to do business and you specialize in this. Now, like, wow, really? Um, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And it's, it's the coolest moment for me. Yeah. I, I love what we do again. Sorry. We've been away. Um, we want to be more consistent. We want to be transparent. We want to continue to, to, to give the content, give the people the feeling whatnot that they need. Um, getting prepared to do uh, a live on Facebook with Abel in the next few minutes. Um, thank you guys very, very much for tuning in to the 518 Talks podcast. Wolfpack Wednesday treat on a Tuesday because we love you guys. We miss you guys. And we know that you deserve this. Myself, William Revis, and Deshaun signing out.